Hello listeners, this is Krishna with Hindu Lit, a podcast where I narrate to you the listener stories from Indian literature including legends, mythologies and history. Today's story is a two-part story about the half-man, half-elephant god named Ganesha, the son of Shiva and Parvati. We talked briefly about a festival called Ganesh Chaturthi that Indians across the world celebrate in honor of the elephant god. Shiva, the destroyer, is one of the Trimurti, one of the three principal deities in Hindu literature. He is said to live on a mountain called Kailasa in the Himalayan mountain range. Shiva lived as an ascetic in the caves of Mount Kailasa, away from the material life of the common people and away from the day-to-day events of kings and kingdoms of the day. Parvati was the daughter of the king Himavat. She resolved to marry Shiva and pursued him. After Shiva married Parvati, she moved away from the palace to Mount Kailasa to live with Shiva. Parvati was born and raised a princess. Adjusting to the ascetic life of Shiva had its challenges. One day, when Shiva was away, Parvati decided to take a bath. As she was taking her bath, Shiva suddenly returned and found her in a compromising position. Parvati was embarrassed and displeased by this. After her bath, she spoke with some of her female friends and expressed her frustration. Her friends suggested that she appoint a guard to watch outside so that people wouldn't be let in while she was taking her bath. Parvati liked this idea, so she asked Nandi, Shiva's gate guardian instead, to stand watch and prevent anyone from entering while she took a bath. Nandi agreed to stand watch whenever Parvati needed it. One day when Parvati was taking a bath and while Nandi was standing watch, Shiva returned home and wished to enter. Nandi knew that Parvati was taking a bath. However, believing that Shiva, who was after all only entering his home, was an exception, allowed him through. He was also afraid to bar entry to Shiva out of fear of being obliterated as Shiva was known for a short temper. Shiva entered his home and once again Shiva caught Parvati taking her bath and in an immodest position. Parvati, further embarrassed, became furious at Shiva and Nandi. She realized that she could not depend on Nandi or any of the other servants of Shiva to guard her door and would have to find some other means to preserve her privacy. One day, she used a balm of sandal paste mixed with turmeric that she normally applied topically on her body as a form of skin care and instead formed a clay-like material. She used this clay-like material to make a sculpture of a young boy. Using her spiritual powers, 
she imparted life to the structure the boy born of parvati was her son and she his mother the boy was adorable and sweet parvati immediately took a liking to him and asked the young boy to stand guard and prevent anyone from entering while she took her bath the young boy eager to please his mother agreed and diligently stood guard with a spear once again shiva arrived home and saw the boy standing guard the boy told shiva that he may not enter shiva asked the boy who he was the little boy said that he was parvati's son shiva was incredulous as he knew that he had not born a child with parvati he attempted to dismiss the boy and force entry into his home the young boy immediately attacked shiva and pushed him back preventing entry into the home angered shiva commanded his servants the ganas to remove the boy from his presence the boy fought back all of shiva's servants with ease this only served to further anger shiva he used his trident and decapitated the boy with immeasurable force such that the boy's head flew far never to be found again parvati finished her bath and stepped out seeing shiva with his trident dripping with blood and then seeing the body of her son without his head she screamed and wept distraught she asked shiva in anger why he had killed her son shiva had no response and stood nonplussed parvati's grief at her son's death and resulting anger caused tremors in all the realms parvati was a great spiritual woman and her spiritual state was such that she could affect her surroundings the devas rishis and other spiritual beings rushed to shiva and begged him to do something to contain parvati's anger as shiva had caused the boy's head with his immense force to an unknown location he could not restore the life of the boy as is so he commanded his servants to look for the first animal that they could find and bring back its head the servants ran down the mountain and found a dead elephant they removed the head of the elephant and brought it back shiva took the elephant's head and attached it to the dead boy's body with his spiritual powers shiva granted the boy life parvati was overjoyed that her son was alive again she told shiva that the boy was their son and that she had commanded him to stand guard when she took her bath shiva pleased with the boy's determination appointed him the leader of his ganas and thus the boy came to be called ganesha the leader of the ganas this is the story of how ganesha came to be
Many people in India pray to Ganesha. He has many names. Ganesha, the leader of the Ganas, Gajanand, one with an elephant face, Vigneshwara, lord of opticals. These are some of the popular names. He is a god who destroys obstacles and people pray to him to remove obstacles in their lives and pave way to move forward in their own life. In India, people celebrate a colorful festival called Ganesha Chaturthi. They make a clay idol of Ganesha, decorate him with flowers, make sweetmeats and at the end of the festival submerge the clay idol in water. The clay represents the fact that he was made from sandal paste and turmeric forming a clay-like substance. One practice of Ganesha Chaturthi is that people don't see the moon on that day. It is believed that any person who sees the moon on Ganesha Chaturthi will have some calamity or evil event that will occur to them. This is because of the curse on the moon. I will cover that story and some of the customs and practices from it in the next podcast. An editorial note to the listener. For the sake of brevity and simplicity of the storytelling, I characterize the Ganas as Shiva's servants. The concept of a servant in this context is more nuanced than the modern colloquial usage. The word Gana in Sanskrit means tribe. Generally, the Ganas can be thought of as disciples and practitioners of Shiva who work and live with him under his guidance and attend to his needs. There was no monetary payment, merely the imparting of wisdom, knowledge or spiritual growth. Another note, the dead elephant in the story is in fact a demon named Gajasura who Shiva killed sometime earlier. I have set aside the specifics of that story here. I will hopefully cover that another day in a separate podcast episode. I hope you like the story of Ganesha's birth. See you next time.